0: What's happening, financial coaches? It's Pete here, and I want to tell you a story today. Um, I've got a few stories from the archives, but one had uh, a fairly recent update here, and I actually want to tell it to you for a specific reason, because I think as financial coaches, and as far as I can tell, a lot of financial coaches that weigh in on online groups or Q&A sessions and things like this, um, we tend to project our values and kind of some hard and fast rules for ourselves onto clients, and buying cars is kind of one of the most common ones I see. You know, I would say that even uh, incurring debt, that's kind of a big one where sometimes the coach applies things, and the reality is if someone comes to us with their own particular goal based on their own values, As a coach, really the only thing we are supposed to do is try to enable them to accomplish or achieve their goal. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it blindly. We can ask some questions. You know, in my case here, uh, I had a recent college graduate want to buy a ninety thousand dollar car. Now, some of you might say, "What? That doesn't make any sense." Uh, And you know, if I were presented with this situation, and all things being equal, and this person kind of met the averages on everything, I might actually say, you know, uh, what is it about a $90,000 car that you want to buy? Or, you know, why why is that your top goal at the moment? Or whatever, you know, ask some exploratory questions. But if that's what they want to do, uh, even if it means, hey, I want to buy a $90,000 car, and I never want to save a dime for uh, retirement. I never want to put money away into a savings account, I, you know? Who am I to say that that's not the right thing for them? Yes, there are all sorts of conventions that we use, you know, to get people to endure financial hardships, to get into retirement. But just because 99% of financial coaches want that for people doesn't necessarily mean it's my place to apply that to someone at the individual level. And so this is something I see a lot of people get all up in arms about. And I'm going to give you a real story here because it kind of had a... um, some updates here and it's maybe a little bit longer story i'll try to cruise through it as quickly as i can but i had a recent college graduate and this was my first engagement with him was probably in 2017 2018 so i think five or six years uh maybe five years ish i've been working with him on off and on and when i first got connected with him he had recently graduated from college got a job out in the west coast in the silicon valley san francisco area he had a degree in computer science and had moved out there now uh, what he was doing after moving out there, he had a nice job as a software developer. You know, getting good pay as a new college graduate, certainly to be in the six figures is uh, certainly very nice. It's not necessarily average for people. However, living in San Francisco means that six figures is probably like getting paid 60 grand here in the Midwest, okay? So he was actually living in a three bedroom apartment with two other guys. They were paying $1,500 a month in rent for for uh, their individual rooms, and what he really wanted to do at the time was take the money that he had gotten gifted to him from his family, so his parents had given some money, because he didn't come out of college with any student loan debt or anything like that. He had generally put himself through school, went to a state school. Uh, his family had given him some money, which he had used on his security deposit for his um. For his uh, apartment, he didn't own a car or anything like this, and he worked at a fairly well-known, large, well-capitalized, good benefit, uh, nice perks, technology company, you know, software company. And so he was working there. Things were going well. He was uh, doing well there. You know, he felt like he had really good job security, you know, and so there was no reason for him to not kind of think about the next step that he wanted. And what he really wanted to do was buy a duplex and kind of house hack real estate he wanted to live in one of the uh, residences and then rent the other one out this would kind of keep his property tax a little lower it would kind of give him free housing we kind of went through the exercise of doing the numbers got him connected with a real estate agent he definitely did some house hunting on this type of thing he was saving up money for his deposit plus the money that he already had when he went out there and they just could not find a property and as you know Uh, certainly in the San Francisco area, property values have really gone nowhere but up and they have kind of gone up at a pretty significant clip. So he just could not make the numbers work. I mean, he he definitely could have bought something. you know, It wasn't necessarily like a twoplex, but he could have bought a multi-unit building, stayed in one. He still would have probably been out of pocket close to what he was paying already, but he probably would have had a little bigger place. He would have had some exposure and he would have had to get a fairly large loan financing for the rest of it. So As he went through that, and that was really over the course of a year that he was looking at that and saving money and kind of uh, keeping that on the front burner, he decided that he didn't want to do that. So sometime around our anniversary, he came to me with a different idea. He wanted to buy a $90,000 car. And the reason he wanted to buy this was because uh, people actually at his employer were now starting to park in the employee parking lot and just use the facilities, the restaurants, the entertainment facilities at their employer, at his employer that they provide. And so people are basically kind of living, camping in the company parking lot. This is not something that's unique. He didn't invent this. This was something that was already going on. The company, at least, you know, I don't know them specifically but they seem to sanction this so it wasn't like he was doing something and trying to do it below the radar the company certainly understood this was going on and given the high price of everything in san francisco i guess some companies are embracing it more than others anyway so what he wanted to do <clears throat> was actually buy a converted sprinter van or the like i know there's kind of like the ram vans and stuff like that but you know kind of these big panel delivery vans that was turned into a camper so that he would have a bed a desk be able to put in tv have some solar panels you know heat cooling uh a place to put his clothes and sundries and all of these other things you know something to live in not like an executive van which is actually something i would like you know something with big captain's chairs that you could go on a road trip with Uh, With, But he wanted something where he could hang his hat on at night, sleep, do some work, hang out, you know, hang out on the weekend, uh, actually hang out with some of the other people in the parking lot. I kind of think of this episode of L.A. to Vegas where parking lot B is where all the pilots live. Anyway, so he wanted to buy a vehicle to do that, ready to go, and $90,000 was kind of around the ballpark of what he saw they were going for that kind of met his needs. And so we looked, you know, and we kind of talked about the different features and the age and, you know, did he need something that was going to be hooked up to power, shore power, essentially, or, you know, could he run it off a generator? You know, how big would they allow him to uh, park something in the parking lot without running into problems and et cetera? You know, how old would the car be? You know, did he have to worry about repairs? You know, all these different types of things. Eventually, he did find a vehicle that met his budget, $88,000 in fact, actually it looks kind of cool, it certainly would be something if I owned it, I would take it on road trips, I'd go out to the wilderness and camp in it, it would save you from actually camping in a tent, it's actually pretty nice, it would be glamping I think for most people, and he started living in this thing, actually moved out of his apartment, they had no problems finding someone else to take over, and started living in the the car, Um, had enough money at this point to almost pay it off, almost pay it off, um, but, you know, high salary, stock options, bonuses, all these other things, it was going to be pretty soon before he was going to pay it off. In fact, what I think we thought would be that it would take him probably the better part of a year, eight to eight to nine months to a year to maybe pay off the remaining portion of it. But, fast forward, you know, things were going great. We had some check-ins. He had paid off the car actually a little earlier than he thought. Um, things were going well, promoted at work. He was making more money, continuing to live in this car, eat meals at his work campus, um, you know, all of these other things actually starting to date, you know, and one of the things that was really great for him is that he was also able to work remotely, as uh, many of you know, that for a couple of years they encouraged people to do that, so he drove his car out to Utah and uh, Nevada and around the country and worked remotely there, um, had some great experiences, was also able to travel because he wasn't tied down to, you know, apartment or anything like that, and um, definitely had spare cash and increased his savings rate, and all of a sudden, what's awesome is that in 2017 or 2018, um, my coaching client, who was 22 or 23 years old at the time, now fast forward to present day, and I think he's 28 or 29, you know, starting to think about the next stage of his life. You know, does he want to get serious about a relationship, and does he want to settle down in a place? But the beautiful thing about this is because we certainly embraced his um, notion of buying a $90,000 car, which most 22 or 23-year-olds, I probably would say, that's probably not the right choice for. You know, Fast forward to now, and he's sitting on, obviously, a paid-off camper, but also uh, over half a million dollars in liquid cash, not to mention the money that he has put into his retirement accounts and everything else. So, you know, what I would say is that, well, maybe not all the money he needs for the rest of his life. How many twenty-eight-year-olds out there are um, happy in life, doing what they love, living where they want to live, having a paid-off vehicle, home, rental, whatever you know, cabin, cottage on wheels, uh, have half a million dollars in liquid cash in a, in a savings and checking account that they can just tap into. Also, uh, securing their future by doing the things that they're supposed to do in a retirement account. Um, also thinking about the next stage of life and being able to have those options on the table because of what he's done here. So I'm not saying living in a car in your employer's parking lot and eating at the restaurants and playing volleyball out in their yard or uh, running on their track or whatever is probably attractive to everyone. Um, I would definitely say that in some ways he has kind of lived the minimalist lifestyle, but in other ways, Like I said, he's traveled to far parts of the world that I have never traveled to. Um, He has done things, lived in places that I have yet to visit. I mean, he's had some great life experiences and... I think the key here is that in most cases, if people had heard this, if most financial coaches has heard some of these strange plans, some things that kind of go against the grain or outside of the norm, we wouldn't embrace it. We actually might steer or veer or nudge people to kind of get back to the center, have a steady job, rent an apartment, buy a home, start a life, you know, uh, put us three to six months of savings away and then put the rest into other accounts or think about college or whatever it might be, you know. Um, But you got to remember, I think, and sometimes I have to remind myself too, that people can live their own life and veer off. And the minimalist lifestyle is a real thing. The fire movement is a real thing. You know, all of these things that might not be the path that you chose for yourself or might not be the example that you would put in your curriculum or your course, or even in the examples of the clients that you work with, you know, some people can do extraordinary things and you might have to embrace the idea that it might go counter to what you would necessarily recommend. So, my college grad, one in $90,000 car, we embraced it. He bought it. He is doing great. I think uh, life holds for him. Really awesome trajectory. Um, My fingers are crossed, you know, anything can happen, but... You know, I think he has done way better for himself than the average and certainly was much further, further is the right word there, further along in life <coughs> than I was at 28 years old. So, and I kind of wish I had thought about some of these things, you know, <laughs> the employer I worked for at 28 years old would not have allowed you to live in the parking lot. In fact, I think the parking lot where I worked <coughs> was $19 an hour to use anyway, so you wouldn't have lived there. Sorry, <coughs> dry throat, but... I just wanted to throw that out there, especially if you hear something that kind of knocks you back on your heels a little bit, maybe startles you in financial coaching. Remember, as a financial coach, strictly within the boundaries of financial coaching, it's not our job to judge, it's our job to enable, to help and assist and make a plan. If you add in some counseling, that's where maybe you want to push back if you're an advisor. Maybe you say, hey, this is the right thing to do, this is the wrong thing to do, whatever. You know, a lot of times we blend all of these things, but as a financial coach, if I were really playing only in that field, it would have been, hey let's make it happen. How can we make this happen? As opposed to, hey, have you thought about other opportunities or ideas? So anyway, hope that helps and I will see you later.